Good afternoon. Welcome to the FactSet Weekly Market Recap. Today is Friday, February 17th. U.S. equities were mixed this week, with some early strength whittled away in multiple risk-off sessions impacted by economic data and hawkish Fed commentary. All told, the Dow and S&P were 0.1 and 0.3% lower, respectively, while the Nasdaq gained 0.6%. Treasuries were weaker, with some curve flattening. The two-year yield hit its highest level since November before pulling back, and the 210 spread logged its deepest inversion since the early 1980s. The dollar was firmer for the third consecutive week, seeing particular strength on the yen cross. Gold declined for a third consecutive week, dropping 1.3%. Oil was lower, with WTI dropping 4% after an 8.6% gain in the prior week. Concerns about the U.S. interest rate trajectory and continuing inventory builds seem to outweigh longer-term prospects of a China-driven global demand increase. Energy stocks were weaker alongside crude. Fan mags were mostly lower on the week. Home builders and credit cards were weaker amid the rise in treasury yields. Pharma and biotech were weak spots within healthcare. Rails, chemicals, REITs, precious metals, and tobacco were some of the other laggards. To the upside, autos and suppliers outperformed. Retailers were largely higher, and restaurants had a good week. Cisco was the standout in a mostly better networking and communications space. Apparel, packaging, trucking, machinery, and tech hardware were mostly stronger. The S&P logged its second straight weekly decline, though it finished the week not far below 4100 and remained in the same trading range as occupied since late January. Much of the market conversation of late has touched on the resilience of equities in the face of the Fed's consistent higher-for-longer messaging and a slight ratcheting upward of peak rate expectations. The bullish case has pointed to a still-tight labor market, consumer health, which was displayed in this week's retail sales increase, well-anchored inflation expectations, a lower bar for Q4 earnings, and, until this week, the perception of steady disinflationary progress. But this week challenged the key ladder pillar with a hotter January PPI report and upward moves in the prices paid components of some regional manufacturing surveys giving the market pause, despite the fact that analysts have warned that the path down could be bumpy. At the same time, Somewhat hawkish Fed speak, raising even the possibility of a 50 basis point hike in March, injected a bit of caution. Several other factors, including the disconnects between stocks and bonds, valuation concerns, heightened scrutiny around retail investment, and the influence of a high volume of very short-term options, also contributed to this week's risk-off atmosphere. The week's heavy schedule of economic releases helped flesh out the disinflation narrative, and while analysts have stressed that the deceleration would likely be bumpy, the reports nevertheless seemed to inject a note of caution into the debate. Headline and core January CPI came in largely in line with consensus in terms of month-over-month readings, though services inflation remained stubbornly high. January PPI, however, came in hotter than consensus on both the headline and core readings, with goods prices rising their fastest since last June. February's New York Fed Empire Manufacturing Survey and the similar Philadelphia Fed report both showed prices paid ticking higher. Elsewhere, January retail sales surged 3% month-over-month, well ahead of the 1.7% consensus, with control group sales beating as well. Despite what were seen as some seasonal distortions, the underlying picture was of still healthy consumption growth, though there were also some concerns that strong demand could urge inflation up in some supply-constrained categories. Finally, yet another week of sub-200,000 initial jobless claims provided more evidence for a tight labor market with possible implications for wage growth. 
This week's Fed speak trended toward the hawkish, resulting in investors revisiting their expectations for the Fed's near-term rate path. St. Louis Fed President Bullard drew the lion's share of attention after he said Thursday that he wouldn't rule out a 50 basis point hike at the March FOMC meeting. Cleveland Fed President Mester said she saw a compelling case for a 50 basis point move at the February 1st meeting, adding that rates will still have to be held above 5% for some time to tame inflation. Dallas Fed President Logan argued that rates may have to rise higher than expected, stressing that the Fed must remain flexible. New York Fed President Williams hewed closely to the raise and hold messaging, saying the Fed will stay the course until it regains the 2% inflation target. In the wake of these comments, market pricing showed expectations for three more 25 basis point hikes, with rates topping out at 5.25% to by July, though the Fed is also seen starting to cut by December. Consensus still only sees a 25 basis point hike in March, however. Looking ahead to next week, note that the U.S. stock market will be closed for President's Day on Monday, February 20th. In terms of economic releases, the market will process the preliminary market PMI composite and January existing home sales on Tuesday, weekly jobless claims and the second read of Q4 GDP on Thursday, and January PCE, January new home sales, and the final University of Michigan February Consumer Sentiment Report on Friday. Also, the February 1st FOMC meeting minutes will be out on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern. There is some Fed speak scheduled, including remarks from Williams on Wednesday and Bostic Thursday. Friday, we'll see comments from Governors Waller and Jefferson, as well as regional presidents Mester and Collins. On the earnings front, there will be another 61 S&P constituents with earnings reports next week, including companies such as NVIDIA, Intuit, Medtronic, Booking.com, Autodesk, and eBay. A raft of retailers will start coming through as well, including Walmart, Home Depot, and TJX. That's it for this edition of the Facts at Weekly Market Recap. Have a good weekend, everyone.